My name is Matt Brown. 2-2. Line drive. Here comes Wade. Here's the throw. He's safe. And the Yankees walk off into the postseason. And let's start the show. You know what we get to do today, Brooks? We get to play baseball. Everybody, the world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Tuesday, October 5th, 2021. The Major League Baseball postseason is just about to begin, and we have the best around to break it down for you, the greatest listeners and fans in the world. And before we get into all of that fun, I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. Um, and don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. We're on Twitter at Prod Convo Pod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. I hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. A nice, relaxing, enjoyable first weekend in October. I certainly had. I certainly have. Ah, or is it have or had one of those? I enjoyed the weekend that took place. Went out to Staten Island to see my brother's team play, Wagner College Seahawks. They blew it against Delaware State. But hey, the vibe was good. A lot of people were jumping and having a good time. And the Seahawks fought hard, but uh, they fall short again. And now 0-5 to start the year. And lots of changes have to take place before they start their conference games. But something's got to give one way or the other. And then we went to the Staten Island Mall, wherever that is, in Staten Island. <laughs> and I have to tell you, we went to this place called Tommy's Tavern, one of the best sports bars I've ever been to in my life. When you walk in into that building and you just smell that exhilarating food, whether it's the grill they do sushi. They do amazing pizzas. I have to say Tommy's Tavern, one of the best places I've ever been to to watch sports and have a beer and eat some food after uh, Tommy's game. That was really, really soothing. I have to let that be known. Shouts to the people of Tommy's Tavern. We then uh, just enjoyed our football Sunday. Watched the New York Giants get their first win of the year. Yeah, baby! Daniel Jones looking like a competent quarterback and you have to just be confident that he has the ability to lead this team to some success, I would think. You don't have Sterling Shepard or Darius Slayton, and Kadarius Tony stepped up. You had uh, another good game by Galladay. Saquon, two games in a row where he looked like Saquon. What's there not to like? Great win for the Giants down in New Orleans. Huge first win of the year. One and three going against going into the Dallas game, which will take place this Sunday. Who knows? Football's a funny game. Say the Giants go down to Dallas and they beat the Cowboys. And now you have a big division win under you. You'll only be a game behind them. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden this Giants season is salvaged and there's something to look forward to. So we're going to do an NFL show on Thursday. We have the crew coming back. So uh, be on the lookout for that. And we're definitely going to break down more about the Giants. We'll talk about the Jets for our Jet fans out there. And of course, we're going to go around the league as we look back at the first month and see where things lie and where they're going to be going. So NFL show on Thursday. And I have to take this time to thank 
each and every one of you who took the time to donate to the fundraiser that this podcast and Mental Health Declassified collaborated with. We had an awesome event on Thursday. We did our 50-50 raffle. We raised $302 altogether, which means $151 was donated to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Again, just because September ended doesn't mean we have people fighting suicidal tendencies and we need to keep making that fight happen. Show the worth in every great individual and beautiful soul there is on planet Earth. And uh, we're going to continue to break the stigma against mental health awareness and hopefully make a better future for all. So thank you again for anyone who donated last week to the cause. And uh, we'll definitely collaborate with MHD again in the future. And we will let you know when we are going to do that. So awesome, awesome week last week raising money for suicide prevention. And let's keep this momentum going. So now what are we here for today? So this evening kicks off the MLB postseason, October baseball, Major League Baseball playoffs. Oh, yes, baby. Not only is October a beautiful month because we have football, because we have the beautiful leaves changing in the areas of this country where it happens, not only is the chill weather literally out there, not only are we apple picking, not only are we Netflix and chilling, and not only we are having a great time, which is known as fall slash autumn, it's baseball playoff season and we have a lot to talk about the Yankees had an incredible last two weeks at first it looked rocky this weekend wasn't promising but they win when they had it when they needed to on Sunday and they secured a place in the MLB postseason they're playing tonight against the Boston Red Sox out in Fenway and they're gonna have a American League wildcard game for the ages and we know who we want to win we know who I want to win and um yeah it all comes down to this but the fact that this Yankee team actually made the postseason after the roller coaster year it has been, it's almost an absolute miracle that they are playing here tonight. But thank God they made it a reality. And we are no doubt going to break down the journey to get here and hopefully the journey to the World Series. But of course, Yankees aren't the only team in the postseason. We're going to talk about the National League wildcard game that takes place tomorrow. The Dodgers versus the Cardinals. We're going to talk about the first seeds in the Tampa Bay Rays and the San Francisco Giants and what makes them so intimidating. We have the Braves and the Brewers to discuss. We have the White Sox and the Astros to break down. So much excitement is in the air. And Alex Young is going to come in to bring me even more excitement and to show you how damn good of a baseball mind he is. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Simple as that. The great Alex Young is back to break down the baseball playoffs with me. And uh, let's enjoy it. Let's sit back, relax, hear the incredible opinions me and Alex have. And it's going to be a nice journey for all of us. So, Alex Young, it's your turn once again. Let's break down the MLB playoffs. Let's get to it. This is a very productive conversation. It is 
postseason time. It is a really great uh, time of life that is upon us. And uh, it's time to break down the MLB playoffs because it is October. Tonight, it starts off the AO wild card and so on. So with that, we have one of the best in the business. Alex Young, welcome back once again. Looking good. What's up, my friend? much matt uh looking forward to talking some postseason baseball we waited 162 games of chaos at the end everything mm-hmm. exciting so i can't wait to dive into some baseball with you 162 days of chaos indeed especially these last couple of weeks and um i mean it starts with the yankees red sox tonight and then it prolongs but first things first before we go into anything alex i hate to say and remind you that your mets are not playing this month with a 77 and 84 record, Luis Rojas was uh, politely not renewed his contract. Do you just have any initial thoughts that come to mind regarding your Mets now? And I'm sure later in the season when we wrap everything up, there'll be more to talk about. But for now, the day uh, after your season is done, how are you feeling? Obviously disappointed. I know when we talked about it in the the beginning of the year, uh, I was super looking forward to the team acquiring Francisco Lindor. You know, started season, the Grom was looking great. Um, Obviously, you know, unfortunately he got hurt midway through the year. We didn't really have him for the rest of the year after that. Um, It's, it was unfortunate. It's a disappointing season. Um, You know, we're used to it, Uh, high hopes and it it dashing quickly. And, you know, now we have this tarnish of, I think it was like, you know, the, the, the the first team that'll be history to have, you know, X amount of days in first place only to not make the postseason. So um, obviously very disappointing. Um, But, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of changes and obviously we got the news today that that Rojas isn't coming back and, you know, you can argue certain things, um, you know, weren't on him and he's just, you know, the scapegoat, but there were some decisions that he made during games uh, that cost them and it cost them later on in the season. And, um, you know, fortunately, you know, the Mets want to change direction and then we'll see what they do going forward. But, uh, you know, not to go on a Met, uh, to Met rant, you know, we'll go, we'll talk about this later on, but obviously it's disappointing, <laughs> but uh, I think there's going to be a lot of changes to discuss. A lot of players leaving uh, potentially or coming back. We'll see. But I think there's going to be a whole new Mets team next year, and we'll see what happens. All right. We definitely hope for the best. And, uh, yeah, once time goes on, we'll break down the Mets uh, more thoroughly. But, um, hey, you never know what next year brings, and I know you hear that a lot. <laughs> but, hey, maybe 2022 is the year. So now focusing on 2021. Maybe. MLB playoffs. We'll see. First, before we, hopefully there's a playoff next year with the learning uh, um, collective bargaining agreements uh, strike possibly looming. But for now, another thing we'll worry about later on. But this, I bring that up because this is a special postseason to take it because who knows if we'll see it next year. Hopefully we will, but um, we'll worry about that later. But what a way to kick it off. Miracle League wildcard game. Yankees, Red Sox. Enough said. You have uh, them going tonight. Fenway Park looks like it's going to be Garrett Cole versus Nathan Avaldi. These two teams at neck and neck, and it all goes down to one game. Alex, I know you are impartial to the Red Sox. You know I'm a big Yankee fan. So what are your thoughts coming into this game? I mean, after the year it, we've had and the fact that the Yankees are in this position is uh, um, humbling. 
to say the least. So Yankees, Red Sox, Alex, let me, what are your thoughts? How are you feeling about this? Where do you think uh, things are going to go? Uh, I'm super looking uh, excited and looking forward to this game for sure. I mean, there, it's arguably the greatest rivalry in baseball. Uh, it's going to be at Fenway. It's like the perfect setting for what you want, right? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it could have gone either way. It could be at a Yankee Stadium. It's uh, you just want this matchup, one game elimination. Uh, you know, winner take all. It's going to be so so fun to watch. And you know, we saw the series a couple weekends ago where this the Yankees were just slugging and going bananas. I want this to go back and forth. I want this to be high scoring. I don't want this to be a, a you know mm-hmm. a, a defensive game. I know you guys are hoping Cole shuts out the Red Sox, but we need an exciting game here uh, for sure. And uh, as baseball fans, to kick off the postseason with this storyline. Uh, with two teams that don't like each other at all, it's going to be yeah. a ton of fun. And, and like you said, I'm impartial kind of both teams, but um, being a Mets fan, but uh, you know, it, the pressure's on for Garrett Cole. I know he's had a couple of shaky starts at Fenway. I think mm-hmm. his ERA is above six there in this three starts this season. Yep, something along those lines. We see him come up clutch when 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 it matters most, and I think Yankee fans are excited that you guys have him on the mound. It's going to be a big game for him, but we've seen him do this time and time again, especially around the postseason. Uh, and you're going up against a guy with Jason Evaldi. You guys, you know, tagged him before, uh, but he can <laughs> be special at times. So it's definitely going to be a very 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 fun game to watch. I'm so excited, and looking forward to it for sure. Yeah, that's what I was th- feeling the same way. The key for the Yankees to win this game tonight. Is all if Cole steps up. Now we've seen him be dominant before in the postseason last year. Uh, we've seen him dominant in big important games when we needed it. Look at the Houston game in the middle part of the summer where he goes a complete game shutout, you know, tells Boone, get the fuck off my mound and stuff. That's the Garrett Cole we need tonight. And as you said, he has been shaky. He did it, including the big Toronto game last week. He did not pit the one game we lost there. Um, he was the guy in the mouth for that. And, uh, yeah, dude, do you think Cole can come back to force tonight? You know, as he's been quite the target with the sticky stuff at the beginning of the year till now. This would be a great chance for him to shut people off. Tell me, Alex, you think Garrett Cole can uh, come through tonight? I think he can. Um, this is what you guys paid him all that money for, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter about your regular season success. It matters about you guys getting to the World Series. And this is your way this this time this year to get there. It's a wild card. It's not the division series where he can have a shaky start and you guys can bounce back. This is where this is where it matters most, wild card baseball. And, you know, I think he can. You know, we've seen the Red Sox get hot at times and they can hit. They've had some very, they have some very talented hitters on that team. But Garrett Cole, you know, this is what, like I said before, this is what you guys pay him for. So you better hope that he comes and brings it. Mm-hmm. But I think he definitely can. I think he's a different pitcher come put the postseason and he's just even more dominant and more electric because he knows it matters most. And I think it adds another element yeah. uh, to this with the, the rivalry and everything. So I think he can show up tonight. Um, and, you know, you better hope he gives you, you know, six, seven strong innings, if not more. If he can give you the complete game, go for it. But if not, seven strong innings against this good Red Sox team should give you enough to win, especially with guys like Judge and Giancarlo on the other side. For sure. And with the 
the bullpen now at first, if you asked me literally a month ago, do you trust it? The answer is no. Now the Yankees bullpen has turned around with certain individuals. You have Chapman pitching better, you know, with the dishes like Clay Holmes and uh, if Nestor Cortez could come out of the bullpen. And of course, Luis Severino, who in his few starts, I'm sorry, his few outings this year from the bullpen show that he's trustworthy. Do you feel that the uh, bullpen could hold up in the intense Boston environment as well? Or is this going to be, um, you know, early in the year bullpen? I, I think they can, um, you know, but it, it all it all falls back, you know, on Garrett Cole, you know. Yeah. But if the Yankees got out early, like I said, Judge gets a big hit or Giancarlo, whoever the case might be, you know, then the pressure's off the bullpen. If 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 Cole can give them six strong innings, then you know you only need nine more outs after that, and that's the case. So you know the bullpen's locked in. The team's getting hot at the right times. I know there, you know, some games where you guys didn't look great, but you made it to the postseason for a reason. You guys got the crucial win when you needed it. So I think the bullpen can lock down. And like you said, you have an ace coming out of the bullpen, potentially Luis Severino was your ace before injuries, you know, a few years ago. So you, you like you said, you get, if you get, you know, Cole six innings, you give Severino two, Chad Green, whoever Chapman, you get, you know, those last outs and, you know, the Yankees get five, six runs. You guys are looking pretty solid. So, uh, you know, I think the bullpen has looked good uh, and not as shaky as early on in the year. I think this they're, they're getting hot at the right time but pitching well at the right time. So, you know, I think they can, you know, lock it down, you know, especially with the pressure of this game. So let's say you're a boon tonight, Alex. There's a bunch of ways you can assemble your lineup. Since Cole's pitching, Higgy's going to be catching tonight, not Gary Sanchez, which, you know, I feel better defensively with that. That's a move uh, you won't um, have me go against. Now, what do you think they should go? Should they, with the DH position, should they do what they call the bomb squad when you have Judge Gallo and Stanton out in in uh, the, your outfield where Judge will play center field and then you have uh, Gary Sanchez playing the DH, possibly Luke, well, no, not Luke Voigt, he's hurt, and then put um, Gary Sanchez in there. Do you feel better? It's better to put the uh, aging wonder, but you know, still holding his own Brett Gardner in center and have Stan and play the DH. What do you think is the best way to attack the Red Sox with the Valdi pitcher? Where would you, um, how would you handle the DH position if you're Boone tonight? You know, I think you got to go full Bob squad. Mm-hmm. Full offensive juggernaut, you know, you can mess around, like I said, in the ALDS with certain different lineups. You want to go defensive one game or whatever the case may be, you want more firepower. It's the wild card, all hands on deck, and you need all your sluggers. And I know Gallo, you know, you guys get knew what you were getting when you traded for him. Obviously, the guy <laughs> strikes out a lot, but he can rip the cover off the ball when he's on. So you need him in that lineup. You need Sanchez, who, again, you know, he's had a something down this year, but, you know, he's looked really good offensively at least um yep. and especially sometimes a big moment he comes up and i think you need him in the line as your dh i think it's just a different team when you have uh you know your your power hitters you know the lefties and the mismatch in there um and like i said it's it's wild card you know you can't really mess around i think you gotta go full seat uh you know and get all your firepower in there 
And, you know, you can have Gardner come in as a defensive sub if needed later on. I know he's Definitely. old. He's older. Uh, he's not mm-hmm. as great defensive as he used to be. But if you needed to, you know, platoon him out there, you can get him out there or something on the base pass as well. If Gallo gets a hit, you need a, you know, runner on, on base. You can you can put Gardner out there. So, you know, this one game elimination, like I said, it, it, you really need all the firepower you can get. So I think you really need to, to get the bomb squad, especially if you can get on Uvalde early like you guys did a few weekends ago where his breaking ball wasn't there. You guys had patient at bats and you you guys had a big win that weekend because of that so if, if a ball doesn't come out hot and you have that firepower lineup you guys should be in a, a pretty great standing early on in that baseball game for sure all right could have said any better this is it i feel uh we broke down what we need to it comes to a wild card for me personally as the yankee fan i do feel confident you know, it's going to be every pitch. It's going to be excruciating. But that's the best part about playoff baseball. And um, the Red Sox have hired our numbers in uh, the most recent playoff series. We don't have to bring up 04. We don't have to bring up 18. But uh, it's time to make this up. And I hope they have what we're thinking is the revenge tour. If the Yankees can go Red Sox, Rays, and Astros in that order to get to the pennant, that will be a great story, of course. But um. Yeah, any final thoughts regarding tonight's AL wildcard game? Oh, like I said, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be must-watch TV, uh, not only if you're a Red Sox or Yankee fan, but if you're a baseball fan. This is a historic game to look. Another, you know, great, the greatest rivalry in all baseball happening in a single game elimination. You don't have that often. So I think if you're a baseball fan, you're looking forward to this for sure. So uh, I know I'm going to be sitting on the edge of my seat watching every inning of that mm-hmm. game and uh, definitely looking forward to it for sure. And who do you think is going to take it? If, you know, gun to your head type of situation, who do you think is winning tonight? I think it's the Yankees. And I think John Carlos starts off uh, his second year in a row with an electrifying postseason by smacking yeah. the ball out of Fenway Park. Um, just because I'm still in shock over the ball that I was ankles that he hit uh, mm. <laughs> out of the stadium uh, a couple games ago. So I think the Yankees take this one. You have Cole. Um, you know, I think he's going to go at least six. And I think the Yankees are going to hold on and, and, and make it to the division series. This is it. Let's make the dream a reality. Yankees, Red Sox tonight. And uh, let's salvage at least my fall when it comes to uh, New York sports. But as the Knicks season's on the horizon and the Giants, um, you know how it is with them. So let's uh, let's hope that it's a Yankees night tonight. So next we have the tomorrow night. The nationally wild card game, man, baseball is an unfair game. You could go, you can have 106 wins like the LA Dodgers and still be the wild card team. So they're obviously the first wild card team. And then you have the St. Louis Cardinals who had one of the greatest runs we've seen in a long time. Um, even them winning 90 wins and having that insane winning streak. What was the final number that off the top of my head? Um, I want to say it was 17 in a row before it broke. I think so, too. And according to uh, Google, the uh, winning streak ended at 17 games. So that's how you secure a playoff spot for sure. 
And uh, you have the Cardinals <laughs> versus the Dodgers. You have the ageless wonder Adam Wainwright going up against. I don't believe the Dodgers officially announced their starter. Yeah, I know the Cardinals did, but um, it's probably going to be Scherzer. Clean Kershaw is injured. So you have Scherzer and uh, Wainwright, assumingly. And um, yeah, dude, let me ask, where do you think this is going? You had a team who just wouldn't lose in September to another in the Cardinals and come out of nowhere to uh, get that second wildcard spot. And then you have the Dodgers who could easily have won the division, but uh, just one game short. You'd think 160 wins is enough, but uh, this is a different year. So coming into this game, Alex, where do you think uh, things are going for the National League? Do you feel it's the hotter team or the more hotter team in the uh, uh, Dodgers and Cardinals. If this could, if the only this was a series, it's uh, qu- quite the series to engage. What are you thinking? Uh, I think this can go either way. Uh, I really am. It's another you know wild card game that's going to be fantastic to watch as well. Um, but in my eyes, I, I think the Dodgers do come out on top. It, it, it's unfortunate that you win a hundred plus games <laughs> and go straight into a single game elimination. Um, but it's the Dodgers. They've been there before backs against the wall. They've come up time and time again, that roster top to bottoms insane. Julio Urias is a 20 win, you know, uh, 20 win season as a pitcher this year, uh, just dominant. You have Scherzer, um, I know it's going to be unfortunate. We might not see Clayton Kershaw in the postseason. Mm-hmm. I know it was one of his last starts, he felt a pop in his elbow. It's not looking great. Mm-hmm. You never want to hear that. Um, so, but this team is still top to bottom solid. Uh, you still have Walker Bueller. And like I said, they yep. haven't really named the starter yet, but you can go between Bueller, who's potentially is, you know, he's a Cy Young candidate, uh, Scherzer, you know, who's first ballot Hall of Famer. Or Julio Urias won 20 games this year. So you guys have the three pitchers yeah. who can do it all um, in this wild card game. And you have that, that roster of Max Muncie and Bellinger and Trey Turner and Justin, oh, yeah. uh, and Justin Turner. Um, that team is just is just electric. So, you know, I think it's going to be fun. You have the ages wonder, like we said, Adam Rainwright, uh, who seems to reverse back time this season, uh, back to his old ways. But yeah. uh, at the end of the day, I think the Dodgers are just too good all around. Um, and I think they come out on top. I think the Cardinal story was fantastic. It was great to see them win 17 games, clinch the second wild card, get extremely hot at the right time. Um, but I think the Dodgers just are overwhelmingly too good. Um, and I get yeah. Uh, see them, you know, uh, getting through the Cardinals. But strange things have happened in baseball, so we'll have to wait and uh, and see for sure what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my eyes, I think the Dodgers get this one. Cool. I would agree, too. That's what I thought, you know, watching this. Like, man, this team is going so hard only to fall short to this Dodger team that um, – Looks like that they have a real shot to repeat, but you know, like you said, that's base. It could, it's baseball. Anything can happen tomorrow night, and um, we'll just have to see. My was my only other question regarding this. As we mentioned, a 106 win team is a wild card team, and say that uh, you know, with collective bargaining agreement, I think it's fair to say there's going to be big changes to the game either way. Are you in favor to expanding the playoff teams? Now it's 10 per team. Maybe they do a 12, 16 round system, something like that. Do you feel so that uh, you get more rewarded for winning over 100 games? You're in a more secure spot in the playoffs, or do you think it should stay the way it is? What do you think? Um, 
I liked when they did uh, the extended, um, maybe not as yeah. big as they did during the shortened season, but I, I did enjoy that. It, it gave a bunch of markets a fighting chance. <laughs> and I think that's the best way to do it. Um, you know, you see like the Marlins make it, you know, <laughs> the Reds. Like, what the hell is this? So the Marlins make it, the Reds, <laughs> you know, these teams. So I, I'm for expanding it to a certain degree. I, like, like we said, you win 105 games, you should be in a winner take home scenario. <laughs> uh, to, because you lose, what's the point? You want 100 something games, and you lose <laughs> the wild card game, you know. And it, like I said, strange could happen. The Cardinals could destroy the Dodgers, you know, on Wednesday. Yeah. So, you know, we don't, but I, I do think we will get an extended, uh, expanded format. Sorry. Um, and I, I, I didn't mind that at all. I think it gives other teams a chance. It keeps people involved in the sport of baseball, which ratings haven't gone down. Um, so if you give these markets a chance, um, not just the dominant, you know, teams that have a bunch of money, Dodgers, Yankees, those type of teams, Padres was spending a lot recently as well. Um, I think everyone's going to be bought in. So I'm all for expanding the playoff to a certain degree. I don't think it's going to be as big. I can't remember in the short season how how big they did. Um, But I think expanding it in a certain way to add uh, or give some extra teams or a team that wins wins 100 some of the games, they don't have to fight in the wild card. I think that that is is, uh, the best way going forward uh, for the sport of baseball, uh, especially rating-wise. People are going to be tuned in, especially this last week. I think – I don't don't think I think a single news station or sports station not talk about how wild this last week of the baseball season was. So if you give more teams that chance to be in that discussion, I think that makes it even more entertaining, Uh, not just, you know, for us, you know, as the fans, these teams with a chance, but just baseball in general. Like, I I knew the Mets were out. But I was glued to Yankees. I was glued to Seattle. I was glued to, you know, all this chaos, the Blue Jays, and just seeing it. I was, as a baseball fan, I'm like, this is awesome. So if you give that more of a chance going forward, I think that's great. And um, I'm all for it. And I think that's something that will be definitely talked about in the, the collective bargain agreement. Yeah. Uh, any way to expand the game and make it more interesting, just nice three game series, I think, is enough. You know, it was a bummer to see the, even though I want the Yankees to win, that's Seattle. It was nice to see a full, uh, well, it's not Safeco Field anymore, but a full, um, they call it T-Mobile Park for the Mariners. I think it was it was fun to see, even if it wasn't the Yankees' expense, but, you know, just involve those teams more, get some more stories and any way to make more content, right? We're always looking to make more content opportunities and yeah, um, more playoff games yeah. will make that possible. So... You finish your wild card games. You get into the division series. First, if we go with our predictions, the Yankees win the ALCS. They're going to have to play the Rays in a five-game series. Now, we just saw the Yankees play the Rays two out of three at home, and they lost. They did win when it would matter the most on Sunday, but uh, that totally could go the other way. Now, when we go with a Yankees and Rays division series rematch, do you feel that the Yankees have a chance to overcome and finally knock down the Rays? Or do we see these uh, this small market team just become more dominant? I think it could go either way, as it pains me to say. But um, I think it will uh, go down to the wire if the Yankees especially get momentum going into Boston. What do you think about the Rays coming into this and uh, if they match up against the Yankees in the division series? 
Uh, I think the Rays won the division for a reason, right? You know, they mm-hmm. show time and time again that they don't need uh, all the money in the world to be a successful team. They just need the right players and uh, homegrown talent, and um, they just keep on getting more and more talent, which is wild to me. Um, but I, like you said, I think this can go either way. It, it, you know, I think the Yankees have a chip on their shoulder. You know, they're this up-and-down team. They were, uh, you know – uh, people thought they had no chance. People were giving up on the mid-year. Then they go on, you know, big winning streak. You know, they win the ma- the game when it matters most, make it to the postseason. So if they win the wild card game, you know, they're going to have this momentum. They beat one rival. Now, now they have to get another, right? Now they have to, you know, uh, make up for, for their disappointing, you know, series loss last year. So I think go either way. I think it's going to go full seven, um, honestly. And I think it'd be fun, but you know, uh, to me, I like the Rays. I think they're really good. Um, you know, they made it to the World Series last year for a reason. Um, and they are still successful with some of the big pieces that they lost in free agency last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, came back stronger than ever. I know that pains you, Matt, as a Yankee fan to hear that. But I think this can be a really fun series. And, and if the Yankees come with a chip on their shoulder against another rival, a team that they need to redeem themselves against, I think they can win the series. But in my eyes, I think – I think I'm going to go with Rays and six in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it can go either way, really. Um, I think it'd be really, a really fun series. I would love it to go seven for ratings, obviously, as well. Did you um, mean, um, but, did you mean uh, four? Cause it's a know, five game series. Sorry, four. Then five. Sorry, yeah. four. Uh, yeah, I forget. Yeah. I forget the whole thing, but um, I wanted to go full series, but um, you know, I think the Rays can, 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 you know, uh, over this, I always get messed up with baseball and basketball. Sorry guys. I work <laughs> in basketball. Uh, so I get confused on both brackets all the time. Um, so, so for sure. But, uh, you know, I think it can go really out of the way here. Um, and I think it'd be fun to watch again. Um, you know, two rivals, uh, that met each other in the postseason before. So, uh, it'd be fun to watch. I can't disagree with you. I would probably would pick the Rays to win the pennant all in all, but we know where my loyalty stands. I mean, with with players like, you know, Austin Meadows and Randy Rosarena, Nelson Cruz, another ageless wonder who hit a bomb against us this past weekend and, um, you know, making up for lost time because, you know, you don't have glass now and, you know, you'll have like, you know, you'll have probably what's his name? Fairbanks start the uh, the, the raise mm-hmm. in that um it, he'll he'll get the starting uh, nod with them, and then their bullpen is just as uh, is just as dominant. You know that's the team to watch out for. And and at a uh, at a after winning a hundred games for the first time in franchise history, they're going to be a problem. And uh, you know you just hope the Yankees can uh, just have the right momentum because they clearly can beat this team when they need it. And too, and you know. We're not as long as we're not getting ahead of ourselves. I think that they should, uh, you know, put up a fight. But um, if the worst case scenario happens, I'd like to see the Rays uh, win their first World Series. But if the Yankees are in their way, we know who I want, and I think that they can still beat them. And then they'll have to go back to the drawing board again. So that's the Rays for you. Now the other team, if we're going to have a uh, have our way, um. Excuse me. If we're if our predictions become true for the National League, that means you'll have a Dodgers and Giants uh, playoff series. First time that rivalry has ever made it to the postseason, I believe, at least in uh, the the um, when they both teams have moved to L.A. So 
sorry, moved to California. But how about the Giants, man? 107 wins. We made our predictions early on. None of us said that the Dodgers are going to be winning the West and uh, almost beat the record for um, all-time wins. Gabe Kapler somehow made this team, who was relatively the same last year, no big additions with the exception of Chris Bryant midseason. And the Giants are, you know, scary. They're just scary good. They can hit. They can pitch. They um, have a – they have – a lot of great veterans like your Buster Posey's, Brandon Belt, said Chris Bryant's. But, you know, when you have like Mike Extremski, who, though he's not a rookie, he hasn't been in the league that long, you have a nice mixture of youth and veteran presence and they can't just stop losing. Dude, so if we have this Dodgers and Giants um, NLDS, it is ultimate battle of California. Who do you think is going to... Uh, go out on top once and for all with a perfect case scenario when you have two teams with over, with a with over 200 wins between the two where do you think this is going for the National League Division Series if it's Dodgers and Giants uh, it's another series that's going to be really fun to watch um, and like we said I, I think when we did our over under predictions I think we did like under on the Giants if I'm not mistaken <laughs> we didn't I see will this look coming back at on all. that we, we I think I think we said that we're ahead. yeah I think it was the Dodgers we said it was the Dodgers and the Padres that locked. Was it. they were going to be battling mm-hmm. for the NL West we said that the Giants were maybe a year a year or two behind and then all of a sudden they go out win 106 games win the division um, you know so I I think it's gonna be really fun. Um, to me, like you said, the the the, the, the Giants are just so dangerous, both pitching, both hitting. Um, they're just a perfect mix of, of youth and veterans. Um, you know, players on that team that's been there before. Obviously, Buster Posey's the one that stands out multiple time. You know, World Series winner. Um, you know, adding Chris Bryant uh, mid mid season really elevated them as well. So, um, you know, to me. I, I don't want to go against the Dodgers again, um, but in my eyes, I think this is the year of the Giants, obviously. I think this is the year uh, they really show the world that you shouldn't, you know, discount on San Francisco. Um, and I think they can, um, you know, unseed the Dodgers and and and, and make it to the, uh, the NLCS. Um, so I'm going to go with the Giants on this one. I know a lot of people are going to say, you know, Dodgers are going to easily cruise probably back to the World Series with the firepower they have offensively. But I think just the Giants are just such an overall strong team, top to bottom pitching um, and hitting that uh, I think they really can make a, a World Series run here. Dude, there's no reason why they can't. Maybe it was all they needed was your old boy, Wilmer Flores, to uh, to save you the savior. And then you have like Kevin Gaussman coming Missy from Wilmer. the Orioles, <laughs> the Orioles, and somehow revitalize his career. Um, I know that the former Oriole pitcher, then you played for the Braves and the Reds briefly, and uh, somehow he became an all star. That's one of the coolest stories. And you know, Evan Lagoria, don't for, mm-hmm. people don't forget him. He started third base for that team, and uh, you know. How about that? Anthony DiScafini and Logan Webb have been pitching well. You have, you know, another name blast from the past. Johnny Cueto's on that rotation. I mean, this is what's going to happen, Alex. 
you know, like I said, Luis Rojas got fired and watch him end up on a team like the Padres and he turns it to a Gabe Kapler, who everyone thought he was the biggest joke out of Philly. And now he could win a manager of the year, probably will. So like you said, this is baseball. That's just all it is at the end of the day. Baseball being baseball. So, yeah, I think the uh, Giants can't be stopped. And if they could uh, start off their playoffs by knocking off another 100-win team and your big rival, how can you not uh, like their chances after that? But if we're going to play a game this uh, division series of the lane who will be the lame duck team in the NLCS. You do have the Brewers versus the Braves. You know, Braves winning their fourth division title. You know, Bre- Brewers quietly win 95 games with Yelich um, leading the squad. Is there anything to this between these two matchups? I think this could be a nice five game series where the Brewers taking it. Um, but the uh, Braves talk about a deep lineup. After they lost, um, why is Blake in my mind? Um, the big loss, Ronald Acuna, Ronald Acuna, uh, on right field, Ronald Acuna, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you have, uh, you know, they pick up Adam Duval, Jorge Solarity, Rosario. Um, you find that with Freeman and, um, and Acuna and all those Dazi guys, Albies and other guys, yep, yeah. Sorry, we just mentioned that. I always get Albies and Acuna mixed up because uh, they look like brothers out there killing it. But <laughs> I mean, they came up together. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're both killing. I mean, obviously Acuna got hurt, but they they both came up around the same time and they both dominated uh, pretty early on in their careers. So it's Definitely. really easy to get those two mixed up for sure. <laughs> for sure, uh, you understand my pain there. But bottom line, the Braves and Brewers, even if they play <laughs> lame duck in the uh, NLCS. Who do you think is the better of these two matchups? Uh, I think it's tough. Um, obviously, you know, a lot of people thought the Braves were done once they lost Acuna, who was, you know, as electric as they come um, and was on a, on a war path, um, you know, before he suffered his torn ACL. I, I think if he were to stay healthy, I think he would probably be competing with Vlad and Salvador Perez for the home run lead. He was just yeah. on a tear, ripping the cover off the ball. Um, so, you know, his loss, a lot of people were like, that's it for the Braves. They're done. And their pitching wasn't looking good. And then they got out again. Got a good amount of time, jumped the Mets, um, you know, and their hitting has been there. You know, they've always been a strong offensive team. They always bring in guys that, that do well, um, and they did. They've retooled their outfield. Um, but to me, I think the Brewers overall are a better team. Um, they have three dominant pitchers who've all had fantastic seasons. Um, and that's all really it's going to take. You know, you get that, you know, you three big guys, get them all wins. Uh, and, and this, you know, series is pretty much wrapped. So, um, you know, I think the Braves do have the firepower that they can, you know, uh, upset the Brewers kind of in a way. But I think overall, I think the Brewers, like you said, um, I think they're going to take this series um, and, you know, move on uh, to the NLCS. Definitely won't um, oppose you there. Just, um, yeah, like you said, the uh, it's going to come down to pitching, even though that uh, Brewers, Brewers lineup is as scary as it comes and you don't even have arguably your best hitter. It's uh, going to go down to those three starters in, in the Brewers, your Corbin Blues, Brandon Woodruff, Freddie Peralta. Those guys are going to um, put the nail in the coffin. But, oh, well. And uh, our last and final matchup here, 
you have the White Sox versus Astros. Dusty Baker versus Tony La Russa. Once again, these guys are literally going to fight. <laughs> um, they're going to have their teams battle until they're, uh, who knows, they'll probably battle in the afterlife. But, yeah, the White Sox finally reaching their potential, it seems, with those young studs. You have the Astros with a chip on their shoulder once again to prove something. And uh, people assuming that Carlos Correa is going to be leaving that team. And, you know, you're starting, you know, no more Springer. You're starting to... You know, this might be it for the Astros, which, you know, obviously is a Yankee fan. That's lovely for me, but this might be their last chance to make a real push because they're going to have to start rebuilding suit or start paying guys. And um, as they're trying to prove that they can win a World Series without cheating, they'll have to go up against Tony La Russa and that um, stud White Sox team they have over there with Tim Anderson and, you know, Mercado and stuff like that. Where do you think this matchup is going? Who's going to win it for all? Could Dusty Baker finally overtake Tony La Russa? Is Tony La Russa going to win again in his late 70s? What's up with this team, with these two teams? Um, I really like the White Sox overall in general, making it to the World Series. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like you said, they're just – they're young, they're talented, they're all hungry, they want to prove everything, you know. Um, then they have an older manager, Antonio Russa, who wants to prove that even in his old age, he's still a great manager um, and can mm-hmm. and, and and can you know manage a young team. A lot of people didn't think that these guys were going to gel. Tony Russa, his young roster, and you know some veterans on that team as well, but no one thought they were going to gel well, and well, they did. And mm-hmm. <laughs> they're a very good team. They added to their bullpen, um, you know. Mid-season trades, um, even though their bullpen was already good to begin with, they added even more. They have great depth across the board. Um, so, you know, I think this is the team to look out for, in my eyes. I think the White Sox are the team to look out for. I know the Astros can get hot. They've been in the postseason. They've won World, uh, World Series. Um, they know how to win in the postseason. A, a bunch of that crew on that team does. But I just think, similar to the Dodgers, that this White Sox team is just so complete top to bottom, um, that this is the team that's going to make the run to the World Series. And I'll be shocked if they don't make it. I, You know, if they battle the Rays and the ALCS, it could be a really fun battle. But I would be kind of really surprised this team, if this team doesn't make it to the World Series. I think everything kind of worked well for them this year. They uh, And they just, like you said, have a bunch of young studs in that team. They're only going to get better from here. But all these guys want to prove something. Uh, and just adding Tim Anderson, one of my favorite players in baseball, give him the postseason, um, see all those crazy bat flips mm-hmm. and those big hits. Oh, yeah. I'm all for it. So the White Sox for me are the team that will that will make it to the World Series. Um, I think, like we said, similar to the Dodgers, this is uh, similar to the Giants. Sorry, this is the team to look out for coming out of the AL. Okay. I could see where you're coming with this. I mean, when you have Liam Hendricks and Craig Kimbrell who could take turds closing games, that's how you know. I mean, Lance Lynn, Lucas Giolito, are Cy Young-worthy pitchers. I mean, from, like I said, Tim Anderson and Yon, Eloy Jimenez has popped in that bat, you know. He has Monty Grandal, nice veteran Luis catchers Robert. in there. They also mm-hmm. have Carlos Rodon, yeah. Yeah, Lurie Garcia as well. There's this team is is as complete as it could get. Like I said, um, I again, 
you know who I want to win the pennant for the AL, but you know, they have some tough competition to go up against. Yankees did win the season series against the White Sox five games to one, but you know, now that that already ended back in June. So a lot has changed since then. So pretty much to wrap things up, as you said, pretty much, can you just tell me we, we broke down the matchups we know where things are going. Can you just tell me one more time? You said the White Sox. It's fair to say your World Series prediction would be the Giants and the White Sox. Correct. I think that that's that's going to be the matchup. It could easily be the Dodgers. I could easily get this wrong. Mm. We were wrong in our over unders this year. If we go back and look, <laughs> if we line it up. All, Don't take our bets. I could be wrong, but <laughs> yeah, definitely. We're not handicappers, guys. <laughs> but for me, I I think I think uh, my prediction will be White Sox. Uh, I think it's going to be White Sox, uh, Giants, and I think the White Sox are going to win the World Series this year in six games. That is my final prediction. White Sox, White Sox and Giants. Yeah, I don't see uh, why that's not the case either. You know me, I just have to be fair. I think the Yankees are winning the pennant. I legitimately think they do have the star power to pull that off. As long as the bullpen specifically holds up, that's the only worry I have, especially Chapman. If Chapman could be Chapman, there's this team could compete with anyone. And, you know, Judge and Stanton have been the workhorses for us. Judge Avi is arguably an MVP candidate who changed the whole season around for us. And as much as we'd like to make fun of Cole, I do think when it matters the most, he's going to pitch well. He's going to pitch well tomorrow night. Oh, sorry, he's going to pitch well tonight. And, um, you know, Tyon you know, was able to hold his old and uh, the matchup on Sunday, even with the luring injury. And, you know, we're, we're, it's, it's all on DJ too. You know, I think he won't be able to come back until at least the ALCS from according with how the uh, IL works. And honestly, though, rooting in Odor, I trust just as much. He, especially with the pop in his bat, maybe he'll punch somebody to scare, to scare, uh, the other players and um yeah as long as you have that bomb squad who can hit who can field and as long as the pitching holds up i think the yankees win the al pennant bias aside but um if it's not them i also said i think the the rays can uh overpower even the complete white Sox lineup because they just don't know how to lose they literally don't know how to lose they always know how to come back they always are clutch and um, I see them trying to make a push again. And um, when it comes to the when it comes to the National League pennant, I think the Dodgers are going to have the edge over the Giants. I think just because of their starting pitching alone, if you have Urias, um, Bueller, and Scherzer, I think you can overpower the Ghostman and Discafani. Um, those type of pitchers match up, even though, like you said, the, the giants know what to do, especially with that core. If the giants do it all the way, you're going to have players like Brandon belt, Buster Posey have four world series four, just one short, the Jeter that's saying something. So, um, I do think it'll be, Wild. it's, it's funny. I do think the, uh, NL is going to be decided in the, uh, national, Divi- the national DS, uh, Oops. I think the National League Division Series is going to decide who's winning the pennant. And um, 
make it even better. Best of five. So it's going to be exhilarating. Baseball players, the best time of the year. Um, it's October while our NFL season um, is maturing. Basketball season's on the horizon as and hockey season. You have some baseball playoffs thrown in there. So this is going to be a good time. Alex, do you have any final words regarding this, the MLB postseason preview? Uh, no, I, I'm excited. Uh, looking forward to some postseason baseball. We waited 162 games for mm-hmm. this. Uh, so, you know, uh, we're going to get a few weeks of uh, great competitive baseball um, and, you know, starting off with two great wild card games back to back. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and I can't wait for baseball uh, playoffs to get started. Sit back, relax, and it's going to be a good time. So, yes. Alex, that's all we need to do for today. Like we talked before, we'll see you more often throughout this fall, not only with baseball, but with some football coverage and um, as well as some basketball. And, um, yeah, we just appreciate you, Alex. Thanks for coming on. And uh, um, I'll see you very, very soon, as you know. So we appreciate you, man. It was a good time. For sure. Thank you again, Matt, for having me. I always have a blast talking sports with you and I'm looking forward to the next time. Could be soon. So I can't wait for that. Thank you again. Bazinga with that. All right. You the man, Alex. Alex Young, everybody. And um, let's enjoy some postseason baseball. It's October, baby. See you later, Alex. See you later. Let's get it, guys. Alex Young never disappoints. Great opinions, great analysis, and uh, we appreciate you, man. Thank you for coming on. I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. We're on Twitter at ProdConvoPod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. So, yeah. As I just talked about with Alex, as I told you in the cold open, this is the most exciting time of year when it comes to life in general. And one of the best additions to it is having the MLB playoffs. My team is in it. We've talked about how much I believe in them. We talked about my uh, hesitations as well. But at the end of the day, beyond everything, The New York Yankees, my favorite sports team in this whole world, now has a chance to finally compete and get to the World Series once again. For the first time in 12 years, we might actually make some dreams come true. It's been a long time. It's been a very aggravating season, especially to keep having that faith and hope. But beyond everything, I just want to see my Yankees make a deep run. I want them to get to the World Series. I want them to make this month of October 2021 a special one. I think they have it in them. Of course, you know, you worry about pitching and people not stepping up when they need to, especially the fact of the matter is it is October and some players, you know, deteriorate in the big moment. But as the cliche says, legends are born in October. And we don't even know that these amazing moments in 2021, in October 2021, even exist yet. 
there are literally new memories going to be made, hopefully good ones. And um, yeah, this is what it's all about. And we are going to just sit back, relax, and enjoy the uh, show. Simple as that. It's a great show, the show of October baseball. So this is it. Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, Garrett Cole, Roldis Chapman, Gio Urshela, Anthony Rizzo, Joey Gallo, Brett Gardner, Jamison Tyon, Corey Kluber, Gary Sanchez, and whoever else I'm forgetting. This is your moment. We all know my bias. We all know who I want to win. And there's no reason why we can't be celebrating at the Canyon of Heroes at the end of this month slash beginning of next month, whenever that's supposed to be. But let's go, Yankees. Let's go, baseball. If the worst-case scenario happens and I have to watch a stupid another stupid team win the thing just please make sure it's not the Astros and the Red Sox everyone else I will support but as long as the Yankees are in it you know who I'm going for and damn it 28 is coming one way or the other let's do it boys we're back here on Thursday with an NFL show you will hear my monologue and reaction to the AL wildcard game hopefully it's a positive one and uh, we're just gonna manifest a great Yankees run about to unfold, and we're just going to, in general, enjoy the MLB playoffs because, like I said, it's just a great show where all types of emotions are going to be hit, and uh, let's make sure they're good emotions and we make some good memories. And if we lose, well, we'll take this time, reflect on why life sucks, and uh, on to the next year. So we won't worry about that until we have to cross that bridge. Hopefully we don't. Let's go, Yankees. I believe in you guys. NFL show this Thursday with the usual NFL crew coming on. Teddy, Alex, Kevin, you know the vibes. And uh, more shows coming for you with great stories and great exhilarating moments. I love you all, the greatest fans and listeners in the world. None of this is possible without you. And uh, don't forget to tune in on Thursday. And we got more fun days ahead besides that. My name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. And I hope you have a great middle part of your week. All right, everybody. See you on Thursday. Peace.